Hi everyone, uh, welcome to Business for Builders podcast. My name's Max, and uh, today what I want to do is I, I really want to probably drill down on how do we structure our costing and estimating. And I'm going to borderline, I'm going to probably touch on a little bit of sales as well in the next 10 minutes. Um, because again, everything ties together. There's no one thing that really separates it, overlaps, all of it overlaps. And so I said, okay, so, okay, hot shot, let's go and do a fixed price quote. Now, I want to back up and say that, you know, we go right back to qualifying. So when, if, if, you're, if you're fortunate enough and blessed enough, and I'm telling you, when someone decides to pick up the phone and contact you, I tell you what, that's, that's gold. Now, there is a lot of dirt that you have to move because some of the inquiries that even we get, get pretty much ejected out of our system fairly quickly. Um, obviously, the cost, because we're doing Google AdWords and we're doing Facebook ads and things like that, you know, they probably cost us on average 50 bucks a lead. So that gives you a bit of an idea. I think last year, I think this year, we would have spent close to 40 grand on marketing across four of our franchised areas. And uh, by the end of the year, we've got, you know, three more ready to go. So next year, it's, it's probably going to be more than that. So, you know, that if you're not, if, if you're not doing the marketing, then obviously that there's a, there's a reason why you're not getting inquiry. But if you do get someone who picks up the phone and, and reaches out to you and makes contact, you need to treat them with a high level of respect, but you also need to qualify them, you know, fairly, uh, what I like to say, firm, firmness with courtesy is always the, the way to go. So, um, you know, that's really what it comes down to. But let's say you get that phone call and we do qualify over the phone. So we'll ask a few questions and there's a few scripts that are included in operations file and, uh, and then obviously, you go, okay, so I'm going to go and do a meeting. And a lot of the time for me as a builder, you know, I don't mind, you know, if it's, if it's within 30 minutes drive, I'll go out there and, and just shoot the breeze with the client, get a real feel for the client, see whether or not I want to deal with that client, look at, look at his or her project and estimate whether or not I want to, um, you know, go forward with this. And just a side note, you know, it's okay to, to tell people, and I've showed emails that I have sent personally uh, to clients to say, look, Based on what I've seen, I really appreciate your input and your, the information you gave me. But at this time, we're uh, we're not going to present you with a bid for your project. It is okay to so say no. Let's be clear, okay? But if you've only got two inquiries this month, obviously you're going to be a, you're in a spot of bother, and so you need to be out there. You, you have to, you're obligated, and that really that something else we talk about is that you are now operation operating out of desperation. You're not being uh, deliberate. And so what we do a lot of, what we urge our guys to do is to be deliberate, not to be desperate. So there's a little hot take for you as well. So I go and do the meeting. We look at the project. I, you know, take a bunch of photos, take a bunch of notes, get some dimensions. You know, if it's a basement remodel, I'm going to say it's a thousand square feet and it's rectangle and they want to add a bathroom and they want to create a couple of bedrooms and a living area, whatever. And so then when I sit down and do the estimate, so this, you know, you know, obviously before we've got to this point, you've you've got your know your number spreadsheet, which is what we've got for the guys. And they basically calculate, really, they calculate what sort of revenue uh, the business has to do as a minimum. They, they put in there what sort of markup they expect. They put in there what their average contract might be. And then they, they, we, they will look at what their conversion rate is. So there's a whole bunch of, you know, numbers that go into, you know, working out uh, where, how they should, what's the detail and the real solid metrics that they should be applying to their quotes. But just for a general overarching thing, when you're doing when you're doing fixed price, because that's all we do, that's that's what sets us apart from the from the crowd. Uh, what what we do is we sit down and we know what sort of markup that we've got to apply, and and then basically what I've got to do in my estimate is is I've got to sit down with a checklist that we provide uh, in our ops file and and go through the whole thing top to toe. Now, a lot of guys, like the biggest project that I've done was five townhouses for an investor called called Grace Tang. And, and 
That was five town hours. She was not interested in cost plus. We didn't even talk about it. Matter of fact, I think by law, I wasn't able to do a cost plus, uh, even though it was, you know, semi-commercial. But uh, what she wanted was a fixed price and we had nine months to build it and it was nearly just about almost $1.1 million. So fixed price, they knew exactly what they were getting uh, and they knew how long it was going to take. So really it had to it come down to my ability to estimate because this is this is what I'd say. I did a basics and estimating course and uh, one of the, the the instructor there said that profit is a natural byproduct of good estimating. Now I I don't want to sort of say anything to anybody about their situation, but if you're lazy and you don't <clears throat> excuse me and you don't want to dig into the detail of, of of a project, then you deserve to lose. If you're not willing to do the work, you can't charge a premium to go to a fixed price and make better money and and run more projects. You just don't deserve it. You know, a variable of success is work. And and part of the work is in the learning. So you know, you'd work hard to figure out on the fly what it is that you're not doing, or maybe just look at the whole thing from a different angle and say, look, I need to get rid of these cost plus contract deals because I'm doing nothing but working for free just about. And I'm and, and a lot of the time I'm getting screwed over and I end up eating a lot of the cost. So what we want to do is set up a framework so that you know, this is my wash, rinse and repeat process. Uh, everything that I do is, is systemized. And side note, uh, that a business is supported by systems and humans run systems. So you've got to have all of those. You've got to have a good business model. You've got to have a good brand. You've got to have a good marketing message. Then you've got to have the systems that will actually drive the business. And then you've got to put humans, good humans in place to, to drive those systems. And then you'll have a real business instead of this self-employed, you know, hamster wheel that you're on and then bitching about bad clients and the market being, you know, flat and all this sort of horse shit. Bottom line is, you know, like there is so much opportunity. I can only speak for Western Canada or Canada as a whole, but I know the stats and I know that in this marketplace as of 2019, renovations are outperforming new builds uh, massively. In other words, $80 billion worth of renos happened in 2019 compared to uh, something like $50 billion for uh, new home builds. So renos are where the, the most of the money's being spent. And I'm telling you, if you do it like us, you're going to make healthy, healthy profit margins. Um, so when you sit down to do an estimate and you know your numbers and you go, right, this is the amount of money that I've got to, I've got to sell this year to cover my costs. Everything above that is, is, is jam. Then, then you've got yourself. Now, to do that and to qualify hard, you need to have more leads coming in. I'm telling you, we talk about top of funnel, which is when we do our marketing, we have leads coming in. Um, you know, if your conversion rate's 30%, which it should be more than that, but that's a good place to start, you're going to need to work out, okay, so if, I, if my conversion rate is 30%, how many leads per month? So this then, then what you do is because you know your numbers, then you can go to your marketing arm and say, right, we need to spend more money on marketing because I need more top of funnel leads to make sure that I end up quoting enough so that my conversion rate uh, ends up being enough to be able to support my business and my lifestyle. Like this shit is not just, you know, we, we as general contractors really start out as tradespeople and think because we're good at a craft, we automatically can make money in this game. And I kid you not, there is, there, there, it couldn't be further from the truth. So, you know, when we're, so let's just get down to the, the brass tacks in an estimate. What I do when I'm estimating, like I talk to my guys, I, I, like if, if, if what I, I did a job when I first come to this country where I pulled out the, the uh, interior stairs and I put in an elevator shaft and I liaised with an elevator company. And, um, you know, that, that fella, that homeowner, that client, 
you know, the situation was pretty straightforward. He knew what he wanted. But there was, you know, then we start, I could, I could branch off and talk about sales and how I handled Jack uh, in, the, in the first meeting. Um, but literally for that meeting, for this elevator shaft, you know, it was only a little project that ended up being 25 grand. Uh, but I, you know, the profit margin was, was, a, was a very healthy percentage. And, uh, and so to do the estimate, what, what I fundamentally do is I look at the project and if you're not a, if you don't understand construction, if you're an accountant, you're going to struggle with this, right? But I'm just going to assume that I'm chatting to mostly carpenters or tradespeople that have been in and around construction and they've got a fairly good handle, you know, on what we're doing. I literally, like when I go back to that, that million dollar townhouse project, myself and, and Jace, my estimator at the time, we sat down and basically we built that thing in, in, in our heads. Jace used to work for me when I was running framing crews. Uh, his dad was a builder. And so I knew that me and Jace were on the same page. We understood that as we thrashed out different aspects of the, the job, all the way from excavation right through to the, the final building clean, that we could easily break that thing down. And, and one of the ways that I go, whenever, whenever someone says, well, how do you estimate? I said, well, look, I just sit down and build it in my head. Now, I don't try and smash out an estimate in five minutes, although the elevator job, I smashed that out in 15 minutes, got a handshake on the driveway the same day, and overnight went back and put him to put together an official proposal and uh, basically started uh, about 10 days later. So it's, I, I know what you can do if you've got, you know, like I've been in the game now 31 years. I've, I've been in as a framing carpenter. I've been a registered builder. I've been a franchisee with Smith & Sons. Uh, and now I'm in this CEO position and I'm basically talking to general contractors about doing business a different way. And that way is the Smithy way. So, uh, you know, having have literally last week trained a couple of guys in this whole process, um, it's super fresh, which is why I wanted to bash out a couple of, uh, a couple of podcasts, a couple of episodes. But, um, you know, if you've got a software that you're using, and there's definitely a couple of, you know, there's two or three really good ones out there that I would, you know, recommend depending on <clears throat> your budget and what level of project you do and how you do it. But the key is, is that you sit down and you build that freaking thing in your head. That's, that's what I do. You know, if, if this, this literally, I could show you the scribble because it's still in the, it's in the project file. I showed it to my guys last week and it is literally just a breakdown of the stages of construction. And, and, uh, and then it, and then I go, okay, so all of those stages, I then go back and I go, well, I'm going to need an electrician for a, you know, let's say a, a, a decommission and make safe. Cause if I've got to disconnect circuits and things like that before I start demolition um, and then I'm going to need him for rough wiring. And then I'm going to need for him for finishing. And then I'm probably going to need him for bits and pieces in between, depending on what we find out along the way. So there's the contingency. You know, I might have to allow something extra if I think I'm on a high-risk project. Uh, that one was a pretty straightforward. I'm like, well, it's got to go from the, the, the box there. It's got to go to the elevator shaft there. We've got to create an extra circuit. Uh, that was a fairly straightforward thing. But what you'll find is, and, and here we are, we're saying, right, well, for us to do fixed-price contracts, <clears throat> we need our trades, our sub-trades to give us fixed-price quotes. Now, I'm just going to tell you straight up that 99% of our guys do, and I can pull any one of my, my operators, any one of my GCs in, and we're going to get them on the phone one day and have a chat with them over, over the phone about you know how the business is going. But I'm telling you that 99% of the subs that work for these guys do not provide quotes. They might, I might ring Andy, and, and he's my electrician, and, and I might say, and on this one, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So I give this guy a ballpark estimate, guys. And that's what you do on the first. If you're going to qualify, you've got to give them the estimate. So you've got to know your shit. Like I say to people that when I when I go out there and I'm talking about a bathroom and, I'm, and I do this on the phone, if, if, if they react negatively to this, there's a good chance I'm not doing a face-to-face. 
But I would say to them, hey, Mary, look, just want to let you know, I know that you don't know how much this renovation is going to cost you because you're not a builder. And I don't even know because I haven't been out to your house and I really haven't drilled down on the detail. But I've done a few bathroom renos in my time. And I want to tell you that, you know, I really haven't renovated a bathroom for less than 15 grand. Now, I zip it at that stage and I listen and I watch and see what the response is going to be. If it's, oh, Max, I thought I was going to get this done for five grand. Well, you know what to do with that lead. Nicely and professionally, say no, however you're going to do that. Uh, the flip side is they might say, look, I've watched all these HGTV shows and that's probably about what I was expecting. And I'm like, great. So then I, I swing over there and we, we go through the detail. Um, but, you know, when I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm, I'm doing that sort of that, that qualifying on the spot, um, you know, I want to build it. I want to build it. And then I want to attribute to the estimate. So when I do the breakdown, what I was getting at was I took my electrician out there. So I've looked at the job and I said, the only vulnerability that I have in this project is the electrical. I took Andy out and he literally, and I've got this piece of paper. This is how, this is how they think it's acceptable is that he literally took a notepad that I had in my truck and he literally wrote with my pen on this notepad a little bit of a scope of work and what he thought the estimate would be. Now, that to me is unacceptable if you're running a real business. And I am his client, and that's how he handles it. Amazing. So don't be surprised. Just learn how to handle it. So I think his estimate was like 1250 bucks. By the time we got done doing the job, he sent me an invoice for the project, which was like $1,600. Now, that's not a lot of money from going from 1250 to 1600 but it's easily 20, 25%. If we were on a larger project, maybe like my townhouse project, you know, you get a jump on one of the one of the scope of work that might be 20 grand and it jumps 25%, you know, that's really going to eat into your gross profit. So um, this is why when you're doing estimates and Andy gives me that 1250, what I would suggest you do is that you you add a serious amount of contingency where you think your vulnerabilities are. Because you know that they have got no conscience. If their costs all extrapolate out to be two grand, they're handing you an invoice for two grand. You know that. And basically, if you've only allowed twelve fifty, you're now you, you you make zero money. Matter of fact, you're now losing money. So when I you know, and I'm going to have to button this up because we'll be here all day. But bottom line is, as you build the the estimate, and and don't rush into this. I mean, I literally shook this guy's hand, this client's hand. He said, can you give me an estimate? I said, give me 15 minutes in my truck. And we literally shook on a, you know, a, a rough contract price. And so I don't suggest that you do that because yeah, that could get yourself into hot water. Because if I had gone back and did my numbers, run it through our system and our estimating process, and it come back as 35 grand, then obviously that client is going to be fairly dissatisfied with my level of competency. So just beware that, you know, you want to be able to be on your money. But, um, you know, you, like, so for me, I went and I knew what Andy's indication was. But what I did do is I, I basically doubled his quote because I knew that his he was a high risk uh, he was a high risk trade he was a high risk scope of work and so I basically split that um, you know I, I took his number and I doubled it and so that's what I that's how we can offer because when people when when homeowners want the peace of mind I'm telling you they want the peace of mind and security who wouldn't want to know what it's going to cost to the to the to the dollar uh, how long it's going to take when it's going to be finished. And, uh, and what, they, what they're getting for the money. Who doesn't want that? They're all going to want that. So if you want a Ferrari, which that is, then you're going to pay a premium for that motor vehicle. So, you know, what I don't want you doing is think you're going to make money, but then still sell as if you're selling, you know, a beater. Like you, you've, got to, you've got to improve all aspects, your marketing, your branding, your, your sales methodology and how you sell, 
um, the process, how you lead them through uh, the sales process, um, and all those sorts of strategies, your ability to qualify, your ability to identify, you know, the gold in amongst all of the dirt, uh, and then, and of course, the way that you break down the project. So I've done both. I've done $25,000 stairwell to elevated conversions, and I've done, you know, over a million dollars worth of townhouses and everything in between. So that's just really my, my POV, my point of view, my, my $2 worth. Um, you know, I, I, I would, you know, love to hear from you if you think that's been of, of, of some value to you. Um, leave a comment and, uh, or, or leave a question. Alternatively, you can email me directly. It's, you know, you can email me at max at businessforbuilders.ca. That'll come to my phone. And I'd love, love to flick back a quick uh, email if that's what you want. But, you know, like, share and comment, um, you know, anything that we can do to bring value to your construction business. I'm telling you, I do not have it a poverty mindset. I can give all this stuff away for free. And most guys and gals probably won't execute off the back of it anyway. They're just going to keep going around the mountain doing the same thing. But there's going to be a few that are going to take the sort of information that we're giving away for free with basically no strings attached and they're going to actually have a better business. And that's all. That's really what I want because I'm going I'm to get our, you know, fair share of this, this industry. Um, and, uh, but we're, we're always looking for guys and gals that say, yeah, I want to go to the next level. And I guarantee you that we can take you there. So, uh, have a great day. Go and build some stuff and build some success.